It's Spanish high time, and uh, yeah, we have all, everybody should have a book. And we're in Parashat Kitavo. Let's see what he wants to talk about now. He didn't get to the high holidays yet, I think that's next week. Aleph, Haro'e Avedat Israel. Okay, lost objects. Venet Alem Memena. And Over Belot Aser, the guy walks right by it, so you over a negative commandment. You're not allowed to conceal yourself from the lost object. Ubitel Aser, you transgress the positive commandment. So you got two things there. You can't conceal yourself from the object and you have to return. So it's a negative and a positive. That's a nice guy. Find his keepers, as they say. So he took the uh, lost object and he kept it for himself. He did it with intention to steal, not to return. He transgressed the positive commandment and now he transgresses two lavin. Uh, number one, lot tigzol. If you return the lost object, so these these avirot are fixable. It's called So since you could fix it by returning it, so that would be the best option. Okay, it happens sometimes. You find a lost object, but there's no siman. There's no sign. If it's an item where people know right away that they lost it, for example, money. People know when their wallet is lost immediately because they're always feeling their pocket to make sure their wallet is there. They're always feeling their pocket to make sure their money is there. Therefore, you could assume that right away the owners already made what's called yush, meaning they gave up. And since there's no siman on a $100 bill, you know, it can belong to anybody, so if the guy comes along and says, wait, 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 I think uh, there's a picture of Ben Franklin on the back of it. Well, that's, that's not a siman. That's, that's what a $100 bill is. So therefore, uh, so then they belong to the finder. So we assume that the owners must have known about it before he found it. And then they must have given up hope. Because they know there's no siman. Guy, guy, guy dropped a $50 bill in Penn Station. So he knows that's it, it's gone. You're not going to find it. But Achen, in Hayav Lachin, he doesn't get up, he doesn't have to get up on the platform and say, hey, Rabbi Isai, I found the $50 bill. This is the amazing thing. Even if though he finds out, he knows who dropped it. But it doesn't matter. When he picked it up, Yehush was made, Yehush and Kiskone, and Hayav Lachin, the Amin, the Mistanman, the Tiashu, Kodem Shemitzan. But it's Midat Hasidut to return it, but the Kabbalists come along and say, that probably in a previous Gilgul, this guy stole 50 bucks, now Hashem is settling up the score. So Hashem knows exactly who loses and who finds. It's in order to settle old... Uh, exactly. So they have an old business. So keep put the 50 in your pocket and say, that's it, the tikkun, the tikkun was made. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you a favor. Okay, Saul is here, it's official. Matzah Aveda sheyesh basiman. Now let's say you found an Aveda that has a siman. Hayav la'achriz bebet ha'keneset. So you got to come to the Knesset and make the announcement. You have to say what it is. If I come and identify, you give it to him. We lost an object. Guy comes, oh, uh, raincoat. It was a raincoat? Yeah, it was a, that's not a siman. We, we found a raincoat. 
Now you got to come along and identify what type of raincoat. It was a blue raincoat. It was exa- London fog, exactly, and the, it has my name inside, and had the rip on the the, the buttons missing, etc. Mida, uh, the size, mishkal, the weight, or minyan, or if it's you know, it's a quantity. Now let's say you found a an item that has a simam, but the majority of the people where you found it are uh, goyim. You know, you found a lost object in uh, in uh, Vatican City. Why should You assume that it belongs to the goyim. If it's an item that the guy would have realized he lost immediately, like money or a ring or something that he carries in his pocket, that's it. The rule is once it comes to your hand, by the time the owner made Yush, it's yours. So the rule is if Yush preceded the pickup, it's yours. So therefore, if it's an item like that, even if uh, the guy comes later on and says, eh, it was mine, too late. You made the ush, I picked it up, and therefore you can keep it. So the question is in Brooklyn, New York, is Rov Goim? I mean, Rov Goim, it seems there's a lot of Jews here, but at the end of the day, it is Rov Goim. So if you find a mitzia that has a siman, again, if you found it in the shul, no. The shul is Rov Yisrael. But uh, you're walking on Ocean Parkway and you find an item, there's a siman on it. It doesn't say Joe Towel's wallet. And we give it back to, of course, because you know who it belongs to. But just, uh, if you find an item, there's a siman on it. Rov Guim, you assume it fell from the Guim, and therefore you're not going to have a, uh, you're not going to have an item, especially if it's an item that, um, that doesn't have simanim. Hamotzim ma'ot ba'chaser. If you found money in a courtyard, havero, bish'at kupa, right, they made an outdoor wedding. Okay, so it's in the guys in the backyard. So, you know, people in and out. Why you get to keep it? Why? Even though you found out that there was a balabait, it was, it was the money to pay the caterer. You're going to get the rules. Balabait, again, it's not in an envelope with a, with a, with, that's a siman. It was in an envelope and it said, you know, uh, uh, party plan is money. Then, uh, you know, that's a siman. But if it's just a water cash, and it's on the floor, no siman. Again, if you had a rubber band on it or something, and it was stacked in a certain way, the Gemara says, that's a different story. But you just found some scattered money over there. You assume the guy found out about it. Again, today they go back to the cameras and they'll put you in jail. But the point is, from the law, find his keepers. Like the backyard where the wedding is, it's a Makom Israel. Let's say it was a, not, 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 not during a busy time. And you went into the guy's backyard. That's a good one. You walk to your friend's house and you see a bunch of 50s laying on the table. You can't say, oh, look at that, scattered money. No siman, it's mine. No, of course you can't. It's in his house. So he doesn't have to... You find $50 on the guy's floor in his living room. Maybe you owed your money in a previous life. <laughs> you can't use that excuse in the guy's house. Under the couch, you find the $50 bill. It's his house. It's only in the case of the wedding where there's a lot of traffic going back and forth, so you assume that 
אך אם יודע בבירוש שאין המשל בעל הבית, אבל אני רוצה לומר שזה לא בלונג טר בעל הבית, אלא נפלו מהחיילים, הרי המשל מוצאן, דאין לומר חצרו של אדם קונה לו בחי גבנה. וכן חנויות שמשווקים שמורכים בהם סחורות, או מיני כלים או מיני כסות. אוקיי, הוא כתוב סטו, שנפלו שם מאות מן הלוחים הבאים לקנות. ומצא אותם בשנת של בעל החנות, and the worker found some money on the floor. הרם שמוצאן, happens a lot of times, customer trying to take money out of his pocket, and some money falls on the floor. The guy's coming to sweep, and he finds a $50 bill on the floor. Find his keepers, pick it up, and put it into, the, uh, into his pocket. And the owner of the store can't say, hey, it's my store, I own all the uh, lost objects. No, that's not, uh, that, that's not the way it works. אוקיי, okay, here's a common case. מצאת נגולת. He found a chicken. במקום שרובו ישראל. This is where he shows you how dated the book is. You found a chicken in a place where the majority of the people are Israel. והכריז לפני כל השכנים. So he went to all the neighbors. You know, anybody missing a chicken. ובעלי בתים שמבבו, he went to all the courtyards. ולא נמצא לבעלים, nobody wants to claim it. מניחה בביתו. Wow, look at this headache. You got to leave it in your house for 12 months. וכל הביצים, נא, it's giving eggs, שיודעות, מוכרם. You sell the eggs to maintain it, because you got to feed it. But you don't got to pay to feed it, because it's a lost life, so long as it feeds itself. So therefore, pay the, sell the eggs, and feed, feed, feed the chicken. Or, or sham otam bedamim alav, or let's say, uh, uh, you could uh, calculate how much money it's going to cost. Ve'ahashinim asar chodesh mochir atan negod. And after 12 months, you can sell the... Uh, After 12 months, you can sell it. Or, sham otam bedamim alav, v'yu demea betzim, u'edmet tanegodim u'nachim etzlo, ad shavu diyao zachu latov. Wow, so you got to keep the, uh, keep the chicken and keep the eggs with him until the day when Avi comes. V'yim matzat tanegmar, if you found a male, well, a male doesn't give birth. Metapel bo shloshim yom, 30 days. V'yim ukatam biyotah shetipolok kasheh yotev, it's too difficult, metapel bo shloshah yamim, and then sell it. או שם אותו בדמים, ויהיו הדמים מונחים בצורת שבוע אליהו הנביא. וואו, אז בעצם אתה צריך להתמודד עם הדבר הזה, ואתה לא יכול לשלם את הכסף, אתה צריך להתמודד עם הכסף באסקרו, עד שאליהו הנביא יבוא, ואליהו יבוא לך מי... וואו, אני חושב, איפה הוא נכון? הוא נכון, והוא לא עושה כאילו על הכסף. הכסף, אני חושב, יש לו סימן על הכסף. הוא יודע מה הכסף נראה כמו, וזה רוב ישראל, אז יש מישהו... וואו. <laughs> so you found sefarim. Okay, this happens a lot. You found books that have a siman in it. What's a siman? A name. You're not allowed to use them. You have to protect them. You want to give them to somebody who's, who's reliable. But let's say somebody gives you collateral. If somebody gives you a collateral to watch, you're not allowed to give it to somebody else. He gave it to you because he trusts you. That's say you're traveling. And you don't want to leave the picadon in the house. You can go to the bedin and give it to the bedin in the meantime. Uh, and they'll give it to a uh, trustworthy, trustworthy person. Avedat akum. All right, so the Avedava Goy Muteret. Okay. Ach, im machzira kedele kadeshem shaman, but if you want to make a kiddush Hashem, 
כדי שיתפלאו הנוכחים בישראל שהם בעלי אמנה, that they say the Jewish people are honest, הרי זה משובח. אוקיי, so that's a nice thing, if you can make a kiddush Hashem by giving back the Goy's lost object. מטוב, האדה אמרינא מנדין עבדת הכל מותר, היינו במקום שלא יהיה שחלול השם. אתה צריך לתרום אבל נקרא לבי חילול השם. אבל במקום שיש חילול השם, כגון שנפלה מן העקום במקום דובי סבי. The guy dropped a lost his wallet in Williamsburg. They come along back, and it's all Hasidim over there, and they come, ah, these Jews, they, they, they clip my wallet. והעקום ידמה שישג על בעיה, he's going to think that the Jews stole it. הרי זה חייב להחזיר מן התורה. וואו, that's because that's, all this is to know it's not going to be a חילול השם. But when it's a חילול השם, then the Jews are obligated to return. מציאת בנו וביתו הסמוכים על שולחנו. All right, what about children? Children that you're supporting. Kid comes home, Daddy, I found uh, $10,000 in, in the street. Who does it belong to? Can the kid keep it or go to the father? Even though they're, let's say, adults or, uh, you know, uh, above age. It belongs to the father. Because why the father's supporting him. So the law is, as long as the father's supporting the kid, he gets his windfall. Yatumim keep their own items. Right, they only made it to a biological father. And the daughter, until she becomes uh, 12, the law is uh, her father gets the Mitziah. Wow, that's a Hadush. That a daughter, even though she's not being supported by the father, until 12, the father still gets the Mitziah. Once 12 comes, then she's on her own, she gets to keep her own messiot. That's the classic case. A lady. A lady comes home, she found the ring. She has to give it to the husband. Hand in all messiot at the door. The husband keeps all messiot, he can sell it. That's, uh, that's the rule. Why? Because the rabbis made a takana, he's supporting her, he's giving her food, he's giving her shelter, and all that stuff. So he's got to get something back in return. She can't just get everything for herself, so therefore the law is that whatever she finds, uh, she has to turn it. A 12-year-old girl, she keeps it for herself. That's right. Unless she's getting supported by her father. Even. Even. All right, somebody comes, here you go, birthday presents. They come to the kid, they give him, uh, you know, uh, tinker toys. So what and is, uh, what happens? So why, why is it different? So when, when we said in the beginning, it's that's talking she's not obligated yet? Correct. But Alpha Pishahem Gidolim. What's the. No, Gidolim, Messiat Beno Bitoa Simukim al Shulchano. That's Simukim, even though the Gidolim, Hari Shelo. And then later on it said. But actually, yeah. Because to Baget, she, she could be a Gidola at 12, but she's not obligated until 12 and a half. So, wow, so, uh, so at, until 12 and a half, and, and, and she's being supported by the father, it belongs to the father. And at 12 and a half, doesn't matter. It's husband regardless. We'll get it. And the son up till? The son is as long as he's being supported, doesn't matter. As long as he's being supported, the father keeps it. Uh-huh. So now, if you, if, if, this, is a, this is a case here. Birthday gifts to the kid belong to the father. So if the, if the father wanted that Tinker Toy set for himself, so therefore... He could rip it off uh, the kid and say, it's, you know, I'm the father. The kid Grandpa will... Gives him a check. Grandpa gives him a nice check, exactly. 
father says, you're a kid, that's a gift. All funds go to the Balabite. Im natnu matana libno bitoy ketanim. Harem shenav. So that's, uh, you know, that's the, the kid was smart. He waits to get bar mitzvah until he's 13. As long as he's 12, all bar mitzvah gifts go to the father to pay for the party. Vimim gedolim harem shedahim. So therefore you got to keep track exactly did the bar mitzvah gift come after the birthday or before the birthday. That's going to be the nafkamina. Uh, All right. Kids got to hope that their parents don't read Benish High. <laughs> That's, you know, at least not parashat kitavo. Mutar menadin lishev hanvani etzel hanvani sorev esorev v'chayosev ve'em bazeh asagat gevul. All right, now we get into some uh, some business stuff. You have two um, two uh, goldsmiths that are right next door to each other. It's not considered uh, encroachment. Uh, you could lower the prices. You know, fifty fifty percent sale. You can't say, "Hey guys, hey guys, take all the business from me because you're making these sales over here." No, you're allowed to put a sale. You can't have a claim against another guy that's. That's dropping line. That's working for a goy. What is he saying over here? Ah. Right, that means he's trying to get the job. You have a contractor, Jewish contractor, that's working for a goy. So you cannot have, and he gives a price, and the goy accepted it. You're not allowed to have another Jew come along and tell the goy, I'll do it fair price. To slaughter the first guy so he can get the job. That already, you're encroaching on the guy's, uh, what do you care, the goy, let him pay, it's paying. What, what you, uh, it's time just to knock out the Jew. The goy accepted the guy already, and now you come along and say, I'll do the same job, half price. What do you care, he was paying the guy. Well, 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 just, uh, just to stop to knock the guy out. Well, if he's bidding it, he's bidding it out. He didn't, he didn't hire the guy. But he's saying over here, he wants to take the job. Walk into the shul, and uh, you see a guy's uh, pen on the table. You need to sign a check uh, quickly for Sadaqah. Uh, you know what? I got it. Okay, we take the guy's pen. And you sign, you put it right back where it is. Okay, that's, uh, that's an official gazlan. You didn't ask him. Unless, unless you asked him, and you know, the, you know, the guy says, or oh, guy's a book. Guy has a book. And uh, you have to assume that people do not want their books to be lent out. Because when people lend out their books... They rip the pages, they sneeze on it, or whatever they do, and they return it. They don't return it back sometimes. Like I told you the story of the rabbi, that the guy came to him, he had a big library, 10,000 books. He said, uh, can I borrow a sefer? I'll bring it to you back uh, tomorrow morning, I promise. He says, I don't believe people that say that. So I can just say that. He said, I think I got all these books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so someone just returned the rabbi's book. Oh, look at that. Somebody returned it after <laughs> 10 years. Found it in Mary Yeshiva. After the Mary Yeshiva, that's it. I know you're trying to get rid of it, but... Uh, wow. What the fries? The rabbi went to go dump it there one day. Wow. That's your, it's your book, yeah? Yeah, it is mine. I guess somebody from the yeshiva borrowed it, and they didn't bring it back. They brought it back. No, okay. Exactly, man. I thought it was my It's amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Okay. 
That's it. That's a show and tell. Okay. Now, so that, that's a big question. You, you know where it happens? Uh, it used to be with um, uh, matches and lighters. You know, on cigarettes. You got a light, you got a light, you got a light. The guy comes into this thing and he sees a guy with a box of matches his friends has. He wants to take a match. Sure, not. Unless, unless in cases you assume that, nah, the guy doesn't care. But how do you know? Pen lying on the table. No, pen lying, I think that's hifkid, but it's a, it's a personal pen. You went into the guy's pocket, signed it, put it right back. Is he going to know how much? It's less than a Shavet Peruta, I understand, but still, it's uh, not, not good practice to borrow. The Gemara says that they were looking for the Ganav in the yeshiva, and they saw a guy come out of the, come out of the bathroom, and he washed his hands on somebody else's towel. Right away, they said, that's the guy who stole it. Because he doesn't care about people's property. So you're drying your hands on somebody else's towel. Again, we don't, we live in a, you know, we don't live in a, in a, in a dormitory. But in dormitory life, that's what happens. People, you know, you need to borrow some deodorant for a second. Yeah, you put it right back. All these things are, you know, spot of perfume. All these things happen without, people don't think twice. But that's not the right way. Okay, uh, cutlery and, 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 and uh, eating ware. So you can go and ask the lady of the house if you, if you can borrow pots and pans, and she doesn't have to ask her husband. This is today's Gemara. <laughs> Making a nid, telling the lady, no, I don't want you to lend out the, yes. you know, lend out the stuff. This is amazing. Why? Unbelievable. This is today's Givara. Which means, even if the husband comes along and says, I don't want you lending out stuff to the neighbors, the wife does not have to listen. The wife actually could ask for a git. Why? Because he's, he's giving her a bad reputation. And the, and the neighbor, what are they going to say? Uh, here he is, the, the Scrooge. She doesn't lend out her stuff over there. She comes here, you ask her for, uh, for, 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 for a lemon, uh, whatever, a lemon uh, peeler, a squeezer, and she don't, uh, no, no, no. And why? Because her husband told her not to lend out the stuff. She doesn't have to listen. Wow. It's, and that's today's Dafa Yomi. Oh, amazing. Kliya Chidat says over here. Right. When she got married, it was assumed that she could lend out stuff. That's a good neighbor. Good neighbor clause. The kitchen belongs in the lady's office, the kitchen. She gets to do with those stuff as she wants. Daniel, this is your answer to your question. Regarding other items, Wow, that's a big one. Guy comes along and says, can we borrow the, uh, as we call them, the bridge chairs? Guess he used to play bridge. So it comes along and says, can I borrow the bridge chairs? Uh, I got to call my husband. That's a beauty. My wife never called me about that. She lends, well, she paid for them, so I guess she's, uh, but the point is, the point is, let's say, in my case, this is exceptional. But let's take, take, take a regular case. A guy comes in and wants to borrow wine glasses. So the wife can't just give out the wine glasses. He's got to call the husband. My husband, my husband. Could, could the, guy, the, the guy next door wants to borrow the wine glasses. He, he could say, no, no, I don't, that's too personal. You can't stop him from, 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 from borrowing sugar or uh, flour or, some, uh, or the egg pan. That's our domain. But once you start getting into the expensive stuff, then a guy, guy, the guy, the guy's walking to show, hey, that's my tie. Hey, your wife lent it to me. Wait, wait, I have no right to lend my tie. That's what he says, clothes. 
you can't do it. You gotta call you gotta call the husband from Sarik Lishol. Yesha fresh baze ben meat leharbe. And all this really depends on if the guy's borrowing one one chair, maybe okay. The guy wants to buy a dozen chairs, yeah, Shiva Or or the guy's a wealthy guy. So he's large. You don't gotta call the husband up there. You know he lends out his stuff over there, but if a guy's a kamsan, he has minimal items. Okay, that's uh that's the rules on that. You dollar in Mishken it's low habero hefits. Okay, so a guy gave you a collateral to watch. As soon as damage, we can't use it. This should not yad be pikadon hares a gazlan. While somebody that uses a collateral is considered a gazlan, he didn't give it to you to use. It's just a collateral against the money that uh, he owes you. So therefore, that's forbidden. Miu ba'akum yesh matirim l'shtamesh po. Remember, but if it's collateral from the goyim. Some say it's permissible to use. Where do we see this halakha? Pesach. Very good, Saul. We learned in Pesach that the maharil used to take out the collaterals that the goyim used to give him and put it on the table to show that he's a rich man because on Leil Pesach he's supposed to have, uh, you know, uh, and that was considered uh, he held. He's using them, you know, to a certain degree. But if you hold that the, uh, the collaterals of goyim are permissible to use, it's mishkenot shel goyim is okay. Okay, imif kido etzo seferim shel tanach. All right, guys, uh, you know, asking for a collateral. He said, how about I give you my tanach set? And tanach with malbim. Okay, that's a, that's a expensive collateral. It's a good collateral. Kishu pothan Now, you're obligated to, uh, to aerate them. In the olden days, uh, you needed to aerate books because they would turn yellow, and the paper wasn't like we have today, which is treated. So therefore, every couple of uh, whatever, 30 days, you got to, you know, aerate the book. So you're obligated to do that. Well, it's another item you got to tend to. Right? You're still to shoot the crop, and wow. So you could read from those books. All right, you, you, you can't open them to, so I guess when you're aerating them out, you can read. But you can't, you can't read them like a tahila. Amazing book, amazing stories here. That's only Tanakh. Wow, but when it comes to Torah Alpeh, like uh, uh, Shas or something like that, Asur, what's the difference? Uh, he doesn't want you to do mitzvot. He doesn't want you to ruin his books. The, the, the Ben Ishchai himself says, Ben Ishchai writes in, in, in early Halakha that... Um, there's some people that are makpid, uh, that they don't want others to wear their tefillin. Even though it's a mitzvah, because the Gemara assumes that, you know, ah, you can borrow somebody's tefillin without asking because it's, uh, it's assumed that you would want to get credit. You know, you're in work. What are you kidding? Guys wearing your tefillin, you're getting zechut. So he says, that's most people, but I'm not one of those people. The man he says, I don't want nobody using my tefillin. And he writes clearly, I'm makpid. I'm telling you now. I'm Macbeth. Because what happened probably, somebody probably borrowed the pair of the Benish high, folded them backwards, left them on the table, strewn around. Moved the knot. Uh, exactly, moved the knot, made it bigger, made it smaller, scratched it, and the Benish high came back and said, that's it. Yeah, people and I, wet hair, also the Tiffany all uh, perverted. And uh, the gel, exactly, got, got, the, got the gel underneath the, the Tiffany Shildosh. And the guy says, yeah, you got a zikhut. I don't need your zikhut, do me a favor. I'm not, I'm not looking for zikhut over here. So it says, "Avas sefarim shel Torah shemaapeh asur." Okay, chen asur laatik meun afilu otad. Wow, you can't you can't copy from them. Interesting. You want he, in those days, you know, they didn't have printed books. So the guy gives you a book, you want to open the book and just copy from the book. You can't do that either. 
מיהו, אם זה הנפקד הוא תמיד חכם, if the נפקד was a תמיד חכם, יש מטילים ללמוד לו ארטיק אחר, if the guy who's watching it is a תמיד חכם, then it's okay. אם אין לו, if he doesn't have the book. תאמנינה מסתמר דבר. When you gave a book to a תמיד חכם to watch, you assume he's going to read it. איזה תמיד חכם, what's he going to do? You didn't give him Huckleberry Finn, you gave him תנ״ך. So if you got to assume that he's going to read it, so it's okay. אבל אם יודעים בירושלים, הוא עליו מקפיד, but again, unless you know, sometimes the guy writes at the beginning of the book, I am מקפיד. Do not remove from בית מדרש, do not use. That's it, you can't, you, you can't go against the guys, you know, unless you get express consent uh, from the New York Yankees, you're not allowed to, I'm going to tell you, this is under copyright. And, you're מקפיד. Let me give you a rule, let me give you a rule. People only do that only if you got burnt in life. The, the default is you, Elliot. The default is, I'm a nice guy, let everybody use my stuff, until somebody burns you. And then you become a bitter old man, and then all of a sudden you start writing. Now, I don't want anybody, it's a reaction to, to abuse, that's it. Everybody starts like you. Everybody starts like you. Yeah, sure, I love it. Then you get a little old and you see people are animals, and nobody cares for, anybody, nobody cares for, you, for your possessions, then you start to become a little, you get a chip on your shoulder, and you start saying, hey, I, uh, don't use my item. What happened to the guy? What happened to the guy? He ate it ten times already. That's, his name. <laughs> That's what it is, honey. That's what it is. You learned, you, again, m- most, m- by the way, most of the laws are a reaction to somebody who abused it. Again, if everybody behaves, you need no laws. Laws are only because people take advantage. Therefore, you got to now... Put a law to stop the creeps from, uh, you know, from, 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 from taking advantage. That's the way it is. You know, there's, there's a reason why there's a sign in the mikveh. You know, all people must shower before they go into the mikveh. The, the, the mikveh was not built with that sign, I promise you. After somebody got E. coli because they didn't shower, so that they got to put a sign up. It's, it's always like that, honey. It's a, it's a reaction to some crazy thing that you have some animal that went in without showering first, and people got sick or something, or the McVeigh got all whatever, so they have to put a sign. Boucha, please, uh, administration, please. All employees must wash hands. You don't put the bathroom with that sign. It's a reaction to somebody being a behemoth. That's what it is. Miu, okay, fine. אבל אם יודע בבירוש שבעליו מקפיד, אוקיי, מכל מקום, אם זה הלוואה לו מהאות של ספרים, אלו שנחם אשכון אצלו, אפילו תמיד אחם עשו משום רבית. אה, וואו, that's a good one, רבית, we just got the רבית פה. מכל מקום, he says, אם זה הלוואה לו מהאות על ספרים. Right, let's say he lent the money, and uh, he is holding the ספרים now as collateral. So he's not allowed to read the book, because that would be interest. Because he's ended up getting his money back, plus he read a w- good book. So therefore, that would be already a problem of, of, uh, of the beat. It's interesting. Really? Interesting. I feel like it's a good value. It's a value. It's a aesthetic value. Now, if it's not a good Okay. You told your friend, do me a favor. I'm going away. Here's a, here's a bag of uh, money. Watch it for me until I come back. You can spend it. Everybody needs cash. You should have told them, you can't use it. And it's paid differently. What does he care what hundred dollars he gets? They're not uh, numbered. Uh, so long as he pays him back. Unless he tied it up in a certain way, then already he's telling him, I don't want you to use them. This is... Uh, got burnt right. Or, 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 or no. Or, or, no. Sometimes, no. If the case happens, 
where guy guy gives him a hundred thousand dollars and hundred dollar bills. The guy takes the hundreds for himself and gets rid of twenties. Now he pays him back in fourteen bags. So what is it? I give you four? I give you one little bag of hundred k. Yeah, I spent the hundred k. Now I'm giving you. You can't do that. The guy. And guess if, if the guy clearly wanted it in a certain way. People don't want fifties or the ones or whatever like that. One time I went to speak in Muncie. The guy paid me in nickels. $2,200 of nickels. The guy, the guy gave me his nickel collection. What are you sketching? What is so big? I gave me a... What am I doing with this? Guy? No, Robert, it's all there. We can't. $2,200 is all there. What was he sketching? What is that? What do we call The guy paid me in nickels. What are this over here? This is what we had. Persians? The, like the, the nickel. They put it in, in the things. $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2
That's how Rambam's understanding. What's Rambam is a more tolerant. He says, you're not Oved even in that case. Right, the only time you're Oved is if you intended to take the item against his will. So that's, that's a rare case. But if you're just kind of, no, I'm going to get the guy's, uh, you know, uh, acquiescing. That's okay. According to the Ravad. Guys, you know, I'm, how can I, uh, how can I convince him to say yes? Ravad says, you didn't do anything wrong. Where the Rambam so says, had car. I wish I had that car, but you just kept walking. Nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah, you have a mid Yeah, yeah, you have a, yeah, yeah, you have a, you have a Gashmiut problem, but uh, okay, you know, you know, you know, not, you're not over it. You're not in contempt of, uh, of Ten Commandments. Anyway, came my life, kind of we hold like the Rambam. So therefore, even if the guy's figuring out ways to buy it from him willingly, it's a problem according to the Rambam. Sometimes these people have these rare cars and rare things. Yeah. People have these quirky ta'avot uh, for these type of things. Yeah, you know, I got to get it, I got to get it. Oh, I need it, I need it, I want it. I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to go tell the guy to do this and do that. It's not for sale. Boom, transgressing. Every time he has that desire in his heart, every plan is the right time. I am swearing Even if he desired, she hefetz, Okay, but uh, he desires that he'll take the, his friend's item as a gift. <coughs> I guess the guy's what? The guy, guy's, uh, it's not only if he's paying for it, even if, he's, uh, if it's a gift. Wow, even if it's a book. That's a religious uh, desire. Doesn't matter. Mitzvat Aseh, next one, Letet Sechar Sechir Bizmano. All right, you got to pay your workers on time. It's halakha from the Torah. Beyomot, Iten Sechar. Ve'im Icharuf, you're delayed paying the workers on time. Over Belav. Echad Sechar Adam, O Behema O Kilim. Whether you're paying for the, for the worker of the person, or let's say you rented an animal from him, or you rented uh, machinery from him. So, bottom line, you got to pay, uh, pay your bills on time. Or rent, rent for, 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 for real estate. Some say only what's on the land, but not the land itself. Just leave it open. That's amazing. So paying rent, uh, guys, later with the rent. You have to suspect to this opinions that say even by re- renting karka, you have a problem. Wow. By delaying and not paying workers on time, it's like you're taking his neshama. Why? Because he needs the money. He's waiting for the money. That's all he will pay day. That's it. Uh, a day passes now, the guy's going crazy. Yeah, so let's still talk about that now. Next, that's halakha. The over bahamisha lavin, beauty. You don't pay the worker on time, it's five negatives and one positive. So six, six isurim. Wow. Wow. That's cool. Right, let's say in, in places where the custom is that uh, the workers... They don't work till night. Once the sunset comes, 
They were more to Tetzachar or Kixin, and you have a problem. Ez was Mano, so this is for you, Elliot. What is considered the time? Schidium, if he's a day worker, Yesh to Zman Netino lo kola laila. So you have 12 hours, like you said. You have the whole night to pay him till the next morning. The fish and the bite, Zman, oh, I got 12 hours just to, to get some money. Once the morning comes, okay, the guy works uh, at night, so you have the whole following day. You got to pay him till, till sunset. Now, he's a ski shot. He works uh, a couple of hours. He's a barber. Not working. Well, there's a job for you. The job is finished, and that's it. So therefore, he finished, let's say, midday. So you got to pay him by the end of the day. Really, you got to pay him the second he finished his, uh, his job. That day. So you only have that day. Again, so, so, so it's, a, it's a guy who does a small job. Your guy fixes your flat tire. That's it. You own him now. So you have till sunset to, to pay him. That's it. Or let's say at night. He did a job for you.
if God keeps the whole Torah, we assume that God keeps the Torah that he gave. God's religious. Uh, we say, they're his mitzvot. So then the question is, God must keep this law, but he doesn't, because he says, do the mitzvot today and I'll pay you tomorrow in Allah Abba. What does that mean? Uh, it says, Hayom la'asotam, umahar le'kabel sekharam. So the question is, what do you mean, mahar? You, you, can't, you, you can't say uh, 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 mahar. You got, you, got, you got to pay it now. So one of the beautiful answers that they give is, is that, well, who hired us to keep the Torah? The Pasuk says, Torah tzivadar Moshe. God hired us through a shaliyah. And the law is when you hire the worker through a shaliyah, not over on biyomor, titen, sekharot. So then the rabbis come along and say, but how many mitzvot did Moshe Rabbeinu command us? The first two commandments, God said them himself. That's why if you take the word Torah, Torah, the numerical value was 611. Why? Because Torah, Sivalaru Moshe. Moshe only gave us 611. The first two were given by God. And therefore the Hiddush is that the first two mitzvot are imunah. For imunah, God has to reward you in this world. That's the Hiddush of the mitzvah of imunah. Emunah, God has to pay you now. Because your kids, oh, shaliyah. No, no, no. You said it, anuchi and lo will give her. That's why the mitzvah emunah is so great. That you don't have to wait for a deferred payment, but the olam already will give the reward for that. That's a, 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 it, puts, it puts those two mitzvot of emunah in a category of its own. Amen.